Hello. Welcome to my little house of prayer. I am your host, Dayla Smith. I'm so very glad that you could join me today. Let's open in prayer. <clears throat> Father, in Jesus' name, I come before you thanking you for today, for this wonderful time of fellowship. Father God, that you speak to our hearts, Lord, today in your word as we go into it. Father God, that you would have your way today. Let it be your words that speak to our heart, not mine, Lord. And I just praise you for it. We gather together in your name to dive into your holy truths and learn more about you. In Jesus' name, amen. For those of you who tune into my blog, I was in prayer all the way up until the day I posted the blog. Um, that's when I got this message for this week. And this is not as easy as it looks. It takes time to study, time to pray, time to hear his still small voice, time to be obedient, time to look deep within my soul by looking through his mirror in his word. I have to stand for truth as I know it. At the beginning of my walk with the Lord, I was so filled with bitterness, anger, resentment, and unforgiveness. Over the years of steadily reading my Bible while looking deep within my soul, He has steadily chiseled my rough edges to the point I don't even recognize who I used to be. Why? Because just like His horizontal and His Father's vertical love created salvation for all of His creation, the old man died that day. I accepted His wonderful gift of salvation. Through my choices from that day, my new man is alive in Christ Jesus of Nazareth. So I received a wake-up call from a sweet sister. I woke up with such gratitude and thankfulness to the Lord Adonai. I love to wake up early to see his beautiful sunrise. Why? Because it is another day to praise and worship him. It is another day day of great miracles created by him. It is another chance to share the love of the Father and the Son with people. To show forth the wonder and might of his gift of salvation. But like everyone else, I have good days and not so good days. The not so good days are when my sin is ever before me, which is often. Then it becomes a great day because if I repent and ask for his forgiveness, his salvation is there to bring me back to him. I hope and pray that I am not talking over everyone's mind. According to the Lord's timing, we are called to often stop and take in the beauty he has created for us in and of each and every day. You know, stop and smell the flowers. I love flowers and plants, each created distinctively apart from the other, and the Lord has called it good in His sight. You see, from the beginning of our time, the Lord sees things in our lives as past tense. When He created us, He called us good. That never changes. But on this side, we have to choose. Someone brought up this wonderful illustration. I believe it was Jonathan Kahn 
that said this. Every time the Lord speaks about us, it is in past tense. I prayed and pondered this thought. I keep coming to another scripture that he did not mention, Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Did you see what I saw? Thoughts are past tense. And from the beginning in eternity past, all the way to eternity future, he will think this one thing about us, to not only give, but to see us walk out our salvation. Also, I saw this, thoughts, eternity, future, expected in, eternity, future, alpha and omega, beginning and end. Lord of all. This is just so powerful to ponder for me. What about you? Just as we are always on his mind, we should return the favor and keep our focus completely on him. When we do this, we honor the first commandment. Then in turn, we will honor the second, which is like unto it. We will see and treat others as he sees them and wants us to treat them. You would be surprised how one little act of kindness can change even the worst of all sinners. By remembering we are still sinners who are in need of the life-giving salvation that can only be found in Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior. We are desperately in need as much as the one whom the world has judged as impossible remember hurting people hurt people some are not even intentionally trying to bring harm that is when you ask the lord for his help in helping that person this kind of radical thinking has allowed me to see many miracles of the impossible so without further ado <laughs> Let's look at what the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 3, 8-21. Unto me who am less than the least of all saints. This is Paul speaking. Is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God? who created all things by Christ Jesus. To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have all boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Wherefore, I desire that you faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Christ Jesus, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his Spirit, in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend 
with all saints. What is the breadth and length and depth and height? And to know the love of Christ, which passeth the knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Do you remember that I mentioned vertical love and horizontal love? As we just read, do you recognize that Paul talked about comprehending as with all saints of God, the breadth, length, depth, and height of the love of Christ and the Father? This is what he has given to me to talk about with you. I want you to draw a cross. I'll wait and give you time to get a pen and paper. If you don't already have one. I'm a tactile learner. If I am able to look at it, I learn quicker. This is what I call learning in theoretical. Then when I have to walk it out, I call it experiential learning. Sometimes the Lord will allow me to learn theoretically before learning experientially. Other times, He helps me to learn experientially before theoretically. Lengthen width, breadth, and height. Now after you have drawn the cross, Put a heart to resemble forgiveness on the top and the bottom of the vertical bar of the cross. Then put a heart on each side of the horizontal bar of the cross. Now place another heart at the bottom of the page under the cross and at the very top of the page above the cross. Then do the same at both sides of the page where the horizontal bore is. Let's look at what happened at Calvary's cross. Jesus bore the sins of all mankind. According to Deuteronomy 21:23, His body shall not remain all night upon the tree. Thou shalt in any wise bury him that day. For he that is hanged is accursed of God that thy land be not defiled, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for inheritance. Galatians 3.13 Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Jesus walked this earth without sin. He constantly kept the law before him, which is the first and second commandment which is to love the Lord Adonai our God with all our heart, soul, and mind, and the second being to love others as we love ourselves. He showed us how to accomplish walking in His stead by staying ever close to His Father. You see, He loves the Father most, and in so doing, if we are willing and obedient, He is and will take us to His Father. John fourteen five through 18 Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know that the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, you should have known my Father also. 
and from henceforth you know him, and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the very works' sake. Verily I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do. Because I go unto my Father, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. John 10, 1-15 Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him. For they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them. But they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. The wolf catcheth them, and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth, because he is an hireling, and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. Please forgive me for being a bit wordy today. This is what I call a word study, and I hope that you are enjoying it today. 
You see, all of Jesus Christ of Nazareth's life was dedicated to showing us how to get to the Father. Believe in the one and only Son of God. Be obedient to the precious Holy Spirit. He will diligently lead us in how to walk this walk of divine faith. Faith in the one and only begotten of God. Remember that it is the knowledge of God that is the beginning of wisdom. The Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are wisdom. As she crieth in the city streets, hoping to reach those who have ears to hear. This is how the Lord extended his wonderful love towards us. Peter, do you love me? Let, let us put our name here. I'm going to start off with me. Dela, do you love me? Three times Jesus asked this of Peter. I believe that he is asking each and every one of us the same question. Do you love me? First one was the son's forgiveness extended with a command. Feed my sheep. Extend this kind of love and mercy that you have been given towards others. Do you love me? The second was the father's forgiveness with the same command. Feed my sheep. Treat others as you have been treated and forgiven. The same love and mercy. The third one was from the Holy Spirit. Do you love me? Ending with a command. Extend and walk in the same mercy and great forgiveness towards others as you have received. Take care of those I leave behind. Take in and care for all who want to come near to me with all of their heart, soul, and mind. Take them in and wrap them up tight with the, my arms of love and compassion. How else will they see and want to know me? We can only attain to this level of his great mercy and compassion by giving it out with a cheerful heart. I hope everyone is enjoying this. I know that I am feasting at the Father's table of living bread even now. And oh, how good it is. Deuteronomy 8.3 And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. John 1, 1-5 in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Matthew 4.4 4. But He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. John 6:51. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. You know, when the Lord went into the wilderness, the word of God says that he went on a 40-day fast. There are so many lessons that can be learned in this passage of Scripture. 
But I believe one of the many examples was that when you get serious with the Lord, the enemy will do all in his power to stop you, especially when you go on a fast. A fast brings out what lies hidden in our lives. It is a chance to repent and draw near to God, to crave spiritual food more than physical food. When you fast and pray, keep your Bible constantly within reach. Read it as often as you can. It will be food for you. It is food for you. It is the word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The cross represents God's great love for us. Christ died on the cross during Passover. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. His death created the horizontal bore. His sacrifice was so pure that the pure glory of it would have destroyed the world. When the Lord gave up the ghost, the Father descended to take up his sacrifice. This created the vertical bore. The Father ran to meet his Son. Paul prayed that we might understand what is the length and width the depth and breadth of the love of God. Look to the cross. Then while you are looking to the Son, look to the Father. Look at their great mercy, grace, and truth. It was a combined effort. You will be surprised at what you find there. If you do not know the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior, let me introduce you to Him. It is real simple. First, you must acknowledge that you are a sinner in need of a Savior according to the mirror of the law of the Lord. Ask Him for His forgiveness for all of your sins and call them out to Him. Thank Him for His forgiveness. Then forgive those who have sinned or transgressed against you. Then repent. Repent means to change your mind concerning sinful habits. Change your choice-making decisions. Let Him influence your choice-making decisions as you get in His holy word. Ask Him to be Lord over your life. I want to pray this prayer with you, but this is just an outline. The real work begins after I pray with you because it is a very personal walk with the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I can't have your walk and you can't have mine. He didn't create us that way. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you have made the decision to give your life to Jesus, let me be the one of the first to welcome you to the body of Christ. All of heaven is greatly rejoicing over your decision today. Please let me know of your decision today. I want to pray with you. If this message has brought up any questions or spoke to you in some way, or if you have any prayer requests, please let me know by commenting below, private messaging me, or you can email me at my number one little afmp at aol.com i would greatly love to hear from you i sincerely hope and pray you enjoyed this message as much as i have remember 
I love you with the love of the Lord, but Jesus Christ of Nazareth will always love you more. Let's close in prayer. Father, in Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name, I thank you right now. I praise your holy name for this wonderful time of fellowship in you. I thank you that you were here today in the midst of us. And Father God, I hope that we chew on your words, that we hide them in our heart, that we might not sin against you. Hide them, keep them in our thoughts, Lord, constantly. Because that's the only way you change our minds. And that you know just how great the battlefield is in our, for our mind. Because our mind is our focus, Lord. What are we focusing on? You know, Peter sank because he took his focus off of you. He took his focus off of the Word, the Word of God. Help us keep our focus on you today, Lord. In Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name, amen. Have a blessed week.